TGIF family, happy Friday and welcome to WWT Live as part of Women's Wrestling Talk. It is Elimination Chamber Friday, but that's not all that's going on this weekend. In fact, it's one of the busiest weekends leading up to the road to WrestleMania. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more when we kick off the Friday edition of WWT Live. What's up, guys? It's your girl, Red Velvet, from straight out of your mama's kitchen, doing what I do best, stirring it up, and you are now watching Women's Wrestling Talk. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Women's Wrestling Talk. The number one women's wrestling show on the planet. A big happy Friday to everybody. I hope you guys are doing well. They call me the professor around these parts. And it is good to be here for the Friday edition of WWT Live. It's part of Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one. There it is. Number one women's wrestling show on the planet. There is so much to talk about, as there always tends to be. But whenever we're on the weekend of a PLE, there always seems to be a lot going on. This particular weekend, yeah, if you're a wrestling fan, it's your kind of weekend. But I am not alone. No, I am joined by some really cool people hanging out. And I think this is my first time hanging out with, with this particular host. If not, she's going to get me straight. Christina is with us. Christina, how are you? Hi, doing good other time but still fairly new to wwt life <laughs> awesome awesome it is good to have you with us how's your friday been oh boy is my delay that bad i don't know yeah uh -oh. a little bit is it okay i don't know what we're gonna do well let's let's see let's see if we're having this issue with honey and if it's totally me or if there's something weird going on wrestling with honey is with us honey how are you Honey is muted, but she's saying great things to us. This is awesome. This is just a fun Friday. I love it. Uh-oh. Still muted. This is great. Let's see. You can be muted on the, on the stream yard. This is fun. Why is my mic muted? There we go. Ooh, there we oh go. Oh, my God. <laughs> You know, I was saying I am doing swell, and I was also going to go ahead and say, this morning I woke up and I was just like, what am I getting myself into this weekend? <laughs> but I'm ready for it, and I'm here for it. I'm with it. I'm with it. Let's go. Very good. Now, let me ask you, are you getting a delay from me, honey, or no? No, not, not okay. me. No, no, cool. no. Not okay. here. Good. I just, I, that's good to know. Um... How was your day? Great, great. Good. A lot of prepping, a lot of, lot of, lot of predicting, which I still haven't fully grasped the whole card for Perth. Like uh, there's news yes. from yesterday and overnight, yes. and you know, it's just yes. so much going on in all hours of the world. And I'm so absolutely here for it. this. So this is a, a great weekend for sure. And shout out to Dylan, who of course is in Australia. He's just a couple of hours away, of course, from. 
all things Elimination Chamber, which we will be getting into the Elimination Chamber uh, today. Thank you, Dylan. It's the uh, technical difficulties edition. Hopefully that won't be for long. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's for sure. Let's see. Um, also, Matt is joining us. Good to see you, Matt. Welcome aboard. Um, and so what I wanted to do was just kind of paint a picture for people in terms of what this weekend looks like, because I'm sure a lot of people are prepared for, or at least preparing for Elimination Chamber, which of course is in Perth, Australia, 5 a.m. on the East Coast, 2 a.m. on the West Coast. And a lot of people have just been like, just like what you did right there with your eyes, like, oh my God. But what most people don't realize is there's literally wrestling happening all over the world this weekend. And, and I mean, big, big event. So I, I'm going to first lay out uh, this whole thing chronologically, and then we'll kind of start touching on things. So if yeah. you woke up this morning and you saw Twitter going crazy, it's because New Japan had an amazing event going on called New Beginning in Sapporo. It is night one and night two. We're going to talk about night one a little bit. Then speaking of night one, tonight, simultaneously, we will have SmackDown happening at the same time as TNA's No Surrender pay-per-view or PLE. <laughs> uh, and then that will overlap with AEW Rampage. And then right before the uh, Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, night two of uh, New Beginning in Sapporo, from New Japan will be taking place. And the times on that one are kind of wild, but they are not conflicting. They're literally right before Elimination Chamber, uh, which again will be like 5 a.m. Uh, I, I can tell you if my memory serves me correctly, this the pay-per-view for New Japan that's tonight will hit like 9 p.m. or something like that on the West Coast. I think that's the time. So it's it's a wild one. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot happening in the <laughs> wrestling world. And then, of course, once we get to Saturday, as I mentioned, you've got New Japan's New Beginning in Sapporo. Then you have uh, Elimination Chamber. Then later that evening, you have Ashe Wrestling. And you have... Uh, <laughs> and you have... Oh, I can't believe my son. And you have um, Collision from AEW. So there's going to be a lot going on this weekend it's pretty crazy uh where shall we begin let's start i think it's a fun place to start with new japan um, because that happened this morning and uh it's funny because <clears throat> earlier this week we were talking about a quote from uh the president of new japan that being uh, hiroshi tanahashi who was saying we need new stars we need new household names well, boy, does that hit differently after what happened in Sapporo when you have we've crowned two new champions, um, one being the New Japan World Television Champion as Hiroshi Tanahashi lost that title to Matt Riddle, which is wild. And then in the main event, that was the co-main event, in the main event, you had uh, the newly crowned New Japan Global Champion, that is David Finley, lost that title to the debuting Nick Nemeth. So you had Nick Nemeth, Matt Riddle, both making their Japan debut for New Japan Pro Wrestling, 
both winning championships. Honey, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, <laughs> like, it, it pretty much, uh, they pretty much stacked the deck on what they plan on doing with the future. I'll tell you that much. Um, right. I was not expecting to wake up and see the King of Bros crown a champion, but hey, here we are. And, and, and great, that's freaking amazing for him. And I'm just happy for, for Nick Nemeth because now you know he's the guy. He's definitely the guy. And I'm loving that both of them are. They're both the faces of New Japan, and it goes to show where they're going to be going. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to do a quick check on the young professor, but just continue to talk to people about what you believe this is going to mean for New Japan, because literally you've put two of their biggest titles in the hands of very recognizable American stars. Absolutely. It keeps it fresh, I believe. It definitely keeps the roster fresh, and it, it just goes to show that, um, I mean, they're, they're, they're already saying a lot by crowning them both, but like, I, just as the WWE is moving the way it is and the way NXT has been and then the way, um, honestly, every promotion has been lately since the end of last year and going into this year has completely shifted in new directions. Um, I think it makes it even more exciting because it, it now to be a to be a wrestling fan you're you're got you got to be losing your mind I'll tell you that much, um, but yeah Nick Namath from Support Danger Zone like I can't even believe that I woke up to this kind of news with David Finley and it was Dave, the fact that he was debuting even I think would made it even crazier I could have sworn that he might have lost it would have lost this match but i didn't think they were going to do that to to him especially when they pretty much put pinned him as the guy since his arrival and everybody go and then as uh, as far as matt riddle it's a complete 180 or 360 however you want to call it depending on what promotion you've been watching um it's definitely um putting him in a bigger light and in a better light i guess um, let's just see what he what he does with that title run, and I'm sure he's going to do great things. Both Nick Namath and uh, Dolph Ziggler. Let's see in the chat here. Much highlight. Uh, okay. Oh man, who we got in here? JD Smith in here. So in other words, prepare to call out the sick weekend. I think we'll call it a 420. A 420. Yes, absolutely, JD. I couldn't agree with you more on that. <laughs> I think Professor will really, really enjoy that comment when he gets back. Dylan, 9 p.m. wrestling, yes, please. Absolutely. Like, I, there's just way too much. Way too much. <laughs> it's like, too, too much. much. You got look at the look at these comments, bro. Look at the yeah, look at JD's comments. Some... I think I was talking about how it could have it made Matt Riddle do like a 180 or 360, depending on what you want to call it. He said, let's JD call it a 420. I think that's so clever. That so would clever. be JD uh, saying that. Boza says, Nick winning was awesome. Matt Riddle winning is surprising. I can't believe he beat the president of New Japan. Well, here's yes. the thing, uh, and I'm sure you've been following this as well, Boza. The Tanahashi of the last couple of years is not the ace that we have seen in times past. Mm -hmm. Tanahashi uh, is definitely on the tail end of his career, but he's been losing a lot more uh to a lot of talent and so 
it's it's interesting. One of the stats that they mentioned during that match is that he had not won a singles match in Sapporo since 2015. So, yeah, wow. it, it wasn't looking good for him uh, there. But, yeah, it, and, and to some degree, this makes sense. I mean, if you think about it, um, Tanahashi at this stage of his career winning the championship, it was going to be transitional. I didn't think it would end up in the hands of Matt Riddle. But I think that the championship in the hands of Matt Riddle um, and then the global championship in the hands of Nick Nemeth says a lot about what New Japan would like to do in terms of being recognizable. Truth be told, internationally, people are going to tune in to see Matt Riddle. They're going to tune in to see Nick Nemeth. And given all that Nick is doing right now in TNA... Um, and the fact that this right now is the major promotion that uh, Matt Riddle is working in. I think things get very, very interesting now for New Japan. Um, these are also veterans who can obviously help their young stars. They're veterans who are still riding off of, you know, what they were able to accomplish in WWE. So it's yeah. a great it's a great opportunity, I think, for that, everybody that- involved. I was I totally agree with that because I was just saying when you when you had just stepped away before that it puts him in a bigger light and probably in a better light because you know with New Japan going in the, the direction it's been going as and as well as all the other promotions there's just so much going on and it's just mm-hmm. you you could you could kind of feel the excitement like literally every day you wonder and wake, yeah. like you wonder and what's going to be on the news about wrestling the next day or what mm-hmm. you're going to wake up and see on your phone or what's going to pop up or anything like that it's just so Boza says uh, the reaction from other content creators are wondering why did Matt Riddle win um, and uh, the ace could be in the WWE Hall of Fame one day. So let's work backwards on that. I actually totally agree with you that Tanahashi could be in the WWE Hall of Fame one day. And I think for those and I know there are some in the chat that are wondering why would Tanahashi end up in the WWE Hall of Fame? Um, remember, the great Muda is in the WWE Hall of Fame, and he never wrestled in the WWE. There are a number of people who have made their way into the WWE Hall of Fame that have never been in the WWE. Jushin Thunder Liger is another one, though he did have one match at the tail end of his career in NXT. Um, WWE at this stage is certainly very strong in recognizing those who have contributed to pro wrestling, and Tanahashi has made a massive contribution to the sport. As to why Matt Riddle won, um, it's likely because, again, uh, New Japan just lost three massive stars um, with uh, Okada's final match, and I believe Tamatanga's final match, happening tonight or tomorrow, depending upon where you're at, uh, (laughs) this next card for New Japan. So New Japan totally knows that they are in need of new stars and they know that their current uh, young crop of stars, much to a point we made earlier uh, in the week, won't be ready to be recognizable like that for another three years easily. So it puts them in a space where they have to grab somebody who's available that people can see now. And that would certainly be Nick Nemeth and Matt Riddle. Um, you know, people also don't realize that, and this was also mentioned in commentary, uh, during that match that Matt Riddle 
when he was it, first of all, we should probably remind people that Matt Riddle actually had a pro wrestling career before WWE. Absolutely. A, a strong pro wrestling career. Evolve, MLW, several other places. And he had the option of going to either New Japan or WWE. And he chose WWE. So this New Japan piece isn't far-fetched at all, considering that there had they had been in talks for years. You know, so this is just one of those things that most people didn't see because they ended up seeing him in WWE first all right christina is back christina i tried i tried i restarted everything I there she everything is fine. if not we're then good i'll just sit this one out <laughs> no you sound great we can hear you can you hear no, us yes, perfect no, perfect no okay. lagging or anything okay. very very good very good and uh while you are back uh he has joined us um hey. i'm intrigued to see uh, what he's going to be able to contribute. He has been traveling the streets. He has been touring wow. uh, the the cities. And uh, perhaps all of the partying in these cities might have taken his voice away, but we'll see what he's got. Seth, how are you, brother? Test, test, test. Uh, yes. As you guys know from the chat, I lost my voice. I tried to call in sick, but long story short, Master TK was like, you can't get sick on company time, boy. And then... <laughs> She wow. smacked me with the dark side of her hand. So that's why I'm late. But that's also why I'm here right now. Wow. Okay. She smacked the voice out of you. Wow. You need, some, you, need some, you need some hot tea with some lemon, lemon. and some honey in there. You know. It's a little, it's a little coarse, but just, just, just rock with me. This is not on purpose. This is we literally what I sound like. We got you, brother. You're good. <laughs> we we got you. So we're we're talking right now about what happened in New Japan. Uh, I guess about 12 hours ago, um, in terms of Nick Nemeth, in terms of uh, Matt Riddle, our new champions over there. Christina, I'm not sure how familiar you are with the New Japan landscape, but I am curious to find out. Uh, would you be interested in watching more New Japan now with both Nick Nemeth? and Matt Riddle holding championships? You know what? I would because I'm not super – I don't follow the the um, New Japan super closely, but I would say once they kind of acquire some, like, uh, ex-WWE stars, it, makes, it does make me want to go to watch it more. So mm -hmm. for me personally, yes, I'll be checking it out more. Interesting, interesting. Mm -hmm. Seth, your thought on these new champions? I think it's pretty cool. I mean, I know – on the timeline, you saw some New Japan purists that probably weren't as thrilled with yeah. Riddle uh, <laughs> defeating Tanahashi. But I think we just talked recently about how uh, how is New Japan in this window of time going to build new stars. So this is a good bridge. Stopgap, get some guys in with some notoriety, get more viewers to come in while you're still building that next wave of stars that are homegrown from New Japan. I think it just makes sense. Um, yeah. And I think looking at it, we we everybody knows Riddle's a good wrestler, really good wrestler. Yeah. So the fact that he's able to showcase that with some of the the world's best talent, I think that'll be good for him. And I'm oh, sorry, Nick. Nick has been great for the past 10, 20 years. So yeah. being able to see him in this fashion is going to draw. If you're if you're a fan of professional wrestling at its at its honest purest, um, you you'll watch Nick Nimitz. Yeah. You'll you'll stay up yeah. overnight and watch what he can do. On an international stage. 
Absolutely. And so it is an exciting time, uh, literally internationally, for the pro wrestling world, which is kind of amazing. So congratulations again to all things uh, New Japan. And tonight's going to be very, very special because tonight is the official final match in New Japan Pro Wrestling for Kazuchika Okada, which uh, it's going to be in a multi-man match. And it is still pretty surreal to be able to actually say that Kazuchika Okada will no longer be a part of New Japan Pro Wrestling after tonight slash tomorrow. It's, it's <laughs> just mind-boggling. And we honestly are nowhere closer to knowing where he's going to go. Uh, which is equally interesting. And so, you know, with obviously mania on the way and big business on the way, we don't know where we will see Kazuchika Okada show up, but it will be very interesting to kind of see how all of this goes. Now, while that's happening on one side of the world, on the other side of the world, we're getting ready for uh, TNA's next big pay-per-view or premium live event, which is tonight. It is TNA No Surrender, and um, this is going to be interesting for a few reasons. For one, it is the first show under the TNA banner without Scott Demore. It's also going to be the TNA debut of Mustafa Ali as he fights for the X Division Championship tonight. Uh, any thoughts leading into TNA Surrender? And as you're gathering those thoughts, the boss lady is back in town. Hey. Welcome to the boss lady, TK. How are you? Hey, hey, One, hey. I mean, I had up? to go. I had to go and uh, you know, I guess slap the the, the white off of Zedric and then come back. Wow. I wish you guys could, could zoom in on her hands, like specifically the dark ah. side of the hand. Wow. Specifically the back hand. Stop it. Stop wow. it. I cannot. Remember, I can't. it's, it's like six days left in Black yourself. History Month. I don't deserve this. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're spreading yourself too thin in all these cities. I mean, and it is Black History Month. So I mean, you're going to Vice City, and what other city are you going to? Parker Town and Parkerville. Parkerville. And... Oh, Parker. I'm not mad at Parkerville. Wow. 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 You practice nonviolence. <laughs> yeah. Look, y'all, if you guys could have read the chat this afternoon, <laughs> what said he said said. <clears throat> oh, HR, for real. We need to get an HR person. We need to get an HR department. What? Wow. Oh boy. We need a snitch. Oh man. Oh, oh boy. man. Wow. Just, yeah. I promote I promote peace, love, and happiness in wrestling. <laughs> there uh, well, yeah, there it is. You've got the effects to go with it. I think that's great. That's I don't awesome. know how that happened, but I made it work. That's <laughs> absolutely <laughs> awesome. JD's oh like release the email. We don't need no problems. So yeah, tonight so TNA. No surrender. Uh, it is a pretty stacked card. A lot of titles on the line, headlined by the world championship matches. Moose defends against the former champion, Alex Shelley. We've got a knockouts world title match with Jordan Grace and Giselle Shaw. Uh, the TNA world tag titles are up for grabs. ABC against the Grizzled Young Veterans. As I mentioned, the X Division Championship, Chris Saban against the debuting Mustafa Ali. 
Uh, the knockout world tag titles are up for grabs. Decay versus MK Ultra. And then a number one contenders match for the world championship. Frankie Kazarian against Eric Young. Then you've got PCO against Khan, Josh Alexander, and Simon Gotch. And then there are two pre-show matches as well. It's going to be a stacked card tonight. Any predictions or thoughts about this upcoming TNA pay-per-view happening tonight from New Orleans? Man, you know I'm all about um, the women's matches. And um, although I feel like the the title would look great on Giselle, um, I don't see how she's going to beat Jordan Grace. Uh-oh, little professor. Okay, I got you. I got you. Carry on, continue. Shadow Red is saying no, no title changes. Um, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah, I think this one's going to be like, I, it's kind of almost like, um, WWE, well, any, any promotion that has so many, um, pay-per-views, like some of them are not going to be the epic ones that, you know, happen all the time. And I think this, this might be the one where it's just like, it's a pay-per-view, but we're not going to have gonna like, be crazy like, stuff. Hard happening. hit. Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna slap though. Uh, is is the Jordan Grace no. the no. only women's one? If I'm not mistaken. No. The TNA knockouts. Um, what happened? Championship match is all the other women's match. There's a tag. The other one. Okay. That's yeah. There's a tag women's match. Uh, the tag title match is Decay versus MK Ultra. That's right. That's right. Mm. That one. That one might be. Well, I mean, they just lost, so that one might be. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Decay's gonna hold on too. So yeah, I'm, I think I'm I'm with um, I was Shell Wrangler. I don't think there's gonna. Well, there there might be one just for the shakeup, but I don't think there might. I don't think there's gonna be anything crazy. But I could be wrong. So you think Mustafa Ali does not become X Division champion tonight? I think See, that's they, our title change tonight. Mm. Dang! Do you think he's gonna? I totally I feel, think he's gonna win. Tonight. I, think, I feel if, like if he's way... on the world tour thing, I think it makes more sense mm. to have him travel with that belt to get TNA more notoriety. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, I feel like this is not gonna be the only belt that he's gonna have, given the fact that he's had. So maybe, yeah, I guess that. I guess that would make sense. Mm -hmm. um, but if, if that's the case, I think I don't think it's gonna be a long run. Um, so. There is, there is that. So maybe one title change. So sorry, Shai Wrangler, I disagree with you. One one title change. One out of all of them. That's a lot. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty good card. <clears throat> because I, I, it, I, don't, I don't know. I'm never going to sleep if I watch all these promotions. What? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm never going to sleep. Who's going to what's What's sleep? What, what is, is that? Sleep? Like, what is sleep? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I gotta get up at one in the morning to watch Fever. Oh yeah. boy. Fed clearly up, doesn't I'll know what sleep is. Crazy. I'm not even <laughs> stepping into that. Um, so yeah, remember you guys can watch this particular pay-per-view or premium live event uh on TNA Plus. You know, this is one of those that is on there. Uh it's not one of the major four. So if you don't have that specific part of the um 
of the subscription, you certainly can still watch it on TNA Plus. So that will be happening tonight, which I think should be uh, pretty exciting for sure. Now, uh, let's talk a little bit about what happened. I guess it was now last night. These time changes are really rattling me. Um, <laughs> the 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 press conference that happened, the press event that happened in uh, Perth, Australia for the Elimination Chamber. It's about an hour long. And one of the interesting pieces of news that came out of there was how the Elimination Chamber structure made its way to Perth. Now, most <laughs> of us probably don't ever think about things like this. We don't think about, you know, how the rings show up, how they get the cage there. Nobody thinks about this. And I yeah. doubt it was top of brain for anybody until Michael Cole started off the show by saying that it was supposed to be shipped by way of the Suez Canal, but <laughs> pirates prevented that. So they literally had to, uh, what, take a take a bus or something to take ship it from Miami to L.A. It took a boat from L.A. to Sydney, took a train from Sydney to Perth, and now they are assembling it as they were doing that uh, last night. What are your thoughts on this, guys? Is this, like, wild and crazy or what? <laughs> no, nah, pirates I, are real. Well, pirates, pirates are real. Are real. Yeah, and I think what <laughs> I know there's like you know you have been at one of those jobs where you see like you know what's gonna happen, but you not you not in that senior position, and you're like, hey guys, probably not a good idea, and they think that like because you know it's WWE and you know they're gonna have all the stuff that like I mean I don't know I I personally don't know a pirate, but I feel like pirates don't care. I wouldn't put it past them, that's for sure. That was so, a very interesting qualifier. It, I personally it, don't know a pirate. I, I honestly don't even <laughs> She doesn't have one on speed dial. I don't. I know a lot of people, but I don't know any pirates. But if you are a pirate, holla at me because, you know, I'm always down and, like, listen, learn new things, you know, acquire new people thief? on the team. I know. What are you trying to do? I'm trying to steal. My my thing is like if they would have actually completed the heist, like what are you gonna do with it? Like I got a chamber. Like, what's what's the purpose? Sell it for parts. Or what if they work? We don't know if those parts can be used for anything else other than the chamber. Like it like, how and plus you, it's not. We're not talking about the OG chamber that has like these this type of metal and steel. It's like it's safer now. So <laughs> there's literally I can't wrap my mind around what you're gonna do with this. Can't they melt it down? Who knows? I feel like every and I feel like and you, well, you probably don't know this because it's an LA thing. With all the homeless people in LA, they figure out how to do stuff with like you see them carrying the most random stuff down the street in their little sharpen carts. So I mean, I feel like they could figure it out. Pirates can definitely make something, take something expensive and and, and figure it out. Well, pi pirates <laughs> have no shame. I mean, they've attacked. Uh, U.S. military people, naval people, and the like. So they have they have no shame, and and most of us who are on land probably don't even understand how all that works. I certainly don't. Um, but it's it it seems rather territorial. So I thought it was crazy. a fake headline. <laughs> oh no, no, I no. was like, what in the swashbuckling I, news is going on? But I couldn't believe it at first. I thought it was a joke because I thought yeah. like, like I, I thought it was funny how he they just said that and then 
they just left and the music played for the next person to come out or something like that. It was like a sudden abrupt like stop to the to the talk about it. And I was just like, were they even supposed to say that or were they just well, playing us? He or said it a couple just of like times. A talking so... something to create a talking point, but yeah. it has yeah. to it makes be very true, interesting news. I like it. It definitely it definitely does. It's like what be else careful booking happen? them cruises. <laughs> well, there's that too. There's that too. Oh boy. So since we're talking about Elimination Chamber, this is certainly lighthearted, but downright hilarious. Uh, R-Truth just continues to... Continues to be the gem of the WWE. That I mean, part. like, the gift really. that keeps on giving, man. You want to Literally. The gift that keeps on giving. He's Christmas every day. Our mm-hmm. truth hopped onto the Twitter machine and said <laughs> uh, that he couldn't find where everybody was. He says he's here in Austria and he's gone to all the arenas. Nobody's at the hotel. Where, where is everybody? And I'll just say this piece of amazing content right now is at 2.9 million views on Twitter alone. <laughs> on Twitter alone what 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 can we say about well here's the bigger question this has got to be the most amazing run of our truce career uh with the exception perhaps of him winning the nwa world championship my question to you is does this earn our truth a spot at wrestlemania Ooh. oh wow I didn't think of that. That's tough. I'll tell you this. Everything he has done earns him a spot in the Hall of Fame, like stat. That part. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about Wrestle I don't know about WrestleMania. I feel like it's it's kinda like the equivalent of like just because um somebody it, it's kinda like you think of chess, right? Or you think of like back if we're talking about pirates, like think of the old day and how the kingdom was made up. You if that person you know, made you laugh and they were the person who made you laugh. They're not going to, you know, the likelihood of them ever being king or part of the crown or all that stuff is just not the case. And I think with our truth he's so good at what he does that um, I, unfortunately, I don't think there'll be a, a title run, title run for him, but I think there'll definitely be appreciation for the spot that he holds mm. because it feels like all, all the times he's, you think of the 24-7, like, he made the 24-7. If it wasn't for him, we'd be like, like we were already looking like, what the hell is this? 24-7, 7-Eleven, I-95, mm-hmm. whatever it was. Like, <laughs> he, he, he made it. And all the, like, all the, him and Carmela, like, every, every t- anytime you put truth into something, like, he makes it work. And I think he's that, he's that guy. He's like the, the, the comic relief guy. And to, you know, put him in the, the mania picture. Yeah, I guess. But I, unless he wants to, but I feel like he's just lived. I, I think because he's had just such a illustrious career, he's just I, now living his best life. I I do have a thought that just popped in my head as you were talking. What's, though, what's, what's this then? What are you Damn. doing? Exactly what Bobby just said. Because like oh. I was going to clarify, are we talking about just a segment? Or are we talking about a legit moment? At no, I'm. I'm talking about does this earn our truth a spot on the WrestleMania card, not a backstage segment. And I think Bobby could be on to where our truth yeah. could land. Awesome. Um, truth. Win the tag team titles from Judgment Day. 
And that will That's allow crazy. Damian Priest to finish whatever story he's on too. Or, or, because as TK was talking about it, a thought popped in my head and the whole thing with, I mean, there's only so much that Miz and R-Truth can do against Judgment Day because technically there is four of them, right? What if this just makes for someone's childhood hero to make an appearance and save the day and have a moment with R-Truth in the ring? <laughs> We haven't seen him since Crown Jewel. I'm just saying that could lead to more comic relief. He's on OnlyFans. You, uh, uh, so I heard. He so is. I've heard. Yes, Archer. Yes, yes, no. No, John Cena. Oh. oh no, you, can't, you can't see. I was like, oh that's my god. For his uh, whatever movie that's coming his out. New, his new character in a movie that he's playing. Nick, oh, Nick, I was Nick, like, Nick, wait, Nick, what? Nick, I was something like, like that. <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 but yeah. But I was talking about just the fact that Cena could return and help R-Truth and The Miz in like some funny WrestleMania moment, comical kind of way, just to, you know, keep us up for the night. It, I just thought about that as you were talking, TK. I mean, I, I do like that Because you say the comic idea. relief guy, you know? Yeah. So, like, why not add more to it and Cena? It's the but 40th think- WrestleMania also. You're going to have it without a Cena moment in there somewhere? Do you think that, um, like, I I do like that match because it would be some great comic relief, but do you think that Mm. if um, Truth and Miz were to win, like, they would have it for long? Or it'd just be more of a, to push the story forward? They lose it on Monday. There's too many tag teams that are coming up the ranks. They lose it right on Monday. They lose Ah. it right on Monday from somebody. Oh, my God. Oh my God! I, somebody oh, read that. I don't. I don't know that it. I want to read that. I, I don't but for 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 my listeners, <laughs> our 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 unofficial official producer uh, Dylan says that he said needs an OnlyFans to raise funds to fix his voice. But I thought you already had an OnlyFans, or was it the Fan Time account or something you had? Hmm. I thought that was Kane that had that. Wow! Oh, I thought it was said too. It's no. gotta be Kane. Accusations. Now, I of the Lord. Oh, wow. Wait, what? What? Okay. We like cake over here. Well, uh, I I was simply going to say, uh, I remember the WrestleMania where uh, uh, the for well the current Matt Cardona. Uh, ended up winning the Intercontinental Championship in a ladder match. Uh, I do think that there is a commitment that WWE has to people who have been in the game for a minute, who have contributed to WWE to give them a moment. Mm -hmm. Our truth Mm -hmm. has not had a WrestleMania moment, and I've been trying to go back. I don't believe he's been in a feature match, um, whether it's a tag match or a singles match. If he's been anywhere, it might have been you know, if they had a 24-7 random thing mm-hmm. or maybe even a battle royal, but we've not seen our truth featured. So yeah, there's there's potential to really create a moment for our truth. And you know, we were talking, I know, in the chat about Monday Night Raw and how incredible it was. One of the incredible moments of Monday Night Raw this past Monday was the reception for our truth. Our mm-hmm. truth got mm-hmm. one of the biggest pops of the entire night. And it was for a random tag team match. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like, it was a matter of fact, it was an eight man tag match. It wasn't yeah. a title match or anything like that. So 
he is he is on a special trajectory right now and i think it would be amazing for wrestlemania in philly which i'm not even sure if our truth will know where philly is but uh <laughs> it'll be amazing I, I think i think uh you know, the Miz is going to literally have to travel with him and keep him with him to make sure he gets to WrestleMania. But I think that's an amazing match and moment there for uh, our truth. Uh, if they do today. that, they definitely need to do a Miz, our truth road trip to Mania. Oh my God. Oh, so oh my God. Oh my God. Yes. And so I saw something about um, WWE's open to working with Sylvester Stallone, right? So mm-hmm. if they do mm-hmm. some like where where Sylvester Stallone is rocky and training them and getting them ready and having them run along the beach <laughs> with the music, running up the stairs, doing all of that. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my God. I'll lose it. I'll lose oh. it. I'll lose it. Then I'll because at first I was like, all right, this is getting a little tiring. But now if you if he just keeps taking it to a whole nother level. And I'm just like, okay, I'll shut up. I'll shut yeah. up. <laughs> I'll shut up. <laughs> he is he is a brilliant a brilliant man and he does it so well yeah and it it didn't like it didn't dawn on me and that until i had the opportunity to interview him and i'm like yo like he know it's it's not like he does it so well that you're not sure if this man legitimately <laughs> forgot like doesn't know yeah. where australia is like you're kind yeah. of questioning it and that's what makes his brilliance so great because you're like wait is this is this the bit or or did he <laughs> Is he working or me right he, now? Yeah, or did he legitimately like it, it's on the wrong flight? Yeah, just brilliant, mm-hmm. brilliant, brilliant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love our truth. Shout out. He definitely deserves a crowning uh, WrestleMania moment. Yeah. Good idea. Um, he, JD's saying at some point, I actually like to see how Logan Paul and our truth mesh together as a tag team. No, 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 no. That's an interesting Lo- pairing. Logan, no, no, that's a really Paul interesting. I'm like, I'm not totally mad. Arch. I just would have never thought of that. I'm not interested. That's <laughs> and he said absolutely not. Pirates. <laughs> with wait, the, what? With a pirate gimmick? Wait, Logan Paul. Oh, no, I was responding. No, to to Dylan's point. No, I I can believe Cody wasn't in Perth yet. Cody's schedule is nuts, and so I I I totally believe that he wasn't in Perth yet. Um, but but who was in Perth was uh, Seth Rollins, who came out to a, a, a fantastic ovation. But there's a statement that he made that certainly had our internal chat talking, and it certainly got uh, a lot of the Twitterverse talking. He uh, recently did an interview, and in this interview that he did with Alex McCarthy, he said quite a bit about The Rock. But one of the things that he said about The Rock that has the people talking is that The Rock couldn't lace his boots in The Rock's prime. And so, yeah, his exact quote was, he couldn't lace my boots in the best years of his career, let alone now. So let's let's get into this. Uh, is Seth on to something here in terms of Seth being a better wrestler than The Rock? Could he have beaten The Rock in The Rock's prime? Um, Or is Seth just kind of feeling himself right now? Mm. I mean, it takes a lot 
were an athlete to be humble. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to, I, I gather to believe that in your prime, you think that you could beat anybody because that's, you're like, you know, you're training yourself to be great. But I also like, given what I saw in Vegas, like it, again, Seth is also another great one where it's like, you don't know, <laughs> one, if he legitimately likes all the outfits he's wears to the ring, <laughs> some of them are kind of questionable. But, and then two, um, like if he says, he says that to draw more attention because it's clear that in some way, shape or form, um, you know, Seth and Ro Roman, they've been having beef, obviously, because of their past, um, you know, Roman calling him his little brother. But then the, the Rock was there and they totally ignored. Seth. So there's clear that some there's something that's going to brew either during WrestleMania or, you know, during the Rock's moment with WWE in front of the camera. So um, I don't I I personally think he said that to get a rise from all of us. I, I don't <laughs> think he, like, if you were to take the TV set off and have a conversation with him while drinking, like, you know, Moscato by their bar and whatever, wherever they live, that, like, he legitimately thinks that, personally. I, I, I think, I think, personally, I, I, lo I love Seth. I love Seth. I love Seth. I love Seth. And if he was doing it to get a rise, <laughs> it totally worked. Yeah. Because he got one out of me. And I was like, uh, a part, I beg your pardon. What did you just say? Because I'm not sure. Who, but that's something that we'll never know. But I, I do feel like he said that as a, I, I do feel, I feel like he said that as a way, as feeling himself. I kind of do. Because he's been on a roll lately. But he also has he also has to like he, he's been mentioning a lot about he's been mentioning things a lot about The Rock every time. And it's like I understand the whole he's got the Roman and Cody thing and all of a sudden he's into it. And then when they were arguing at the press conference, everybody completely ignored Seth. Right mm -hmm. now, Cody and Cody kept ignoring Seth pretty much for, uh, you know, as far as at, he keeps well, not really ignoring him, but he keeps like dodging the question. Like, are you are do you going to accept my help? Are you not going to accept my help? He didn't even accept his challenge, you know. So how how far how far is is Seth really going with this as far as his uh, putting his money where his mouth is? Because not for mm -hmm. nothing, um, when was the last time he defended the title? <laughs> and and he's been uh, resting up a little bit, you know. And he's not entirely in full one hundred percent workhorse mode right now. So I'm not, I wouldn't say I understand that he's there every week, but I wouldn't say that he would. He, that the Rock couldn't lace up his boots with him. I believe he absolutely could in the Rock's prime. Mm -hmm. He definitely got that, a rise out of me. That's for sure. I mean, the Rock's my favorite wrestler, so as soon as I saw that, ah. I was like, are we talking about the same Rock? Right. Uh. Right. Because you're, so like, you're talking about attitude like, era kids, you know? To, I was like, he can't be talking about my rock. He must be talking about like some rock <laughs> under the freeway. He's not talking about some rock. Like, oh, that's hey, great. Hey, said, oh, that's said, great. Her rock. <laughs> not my rock. Like I had love the rock it. school supplies when I was in school. Like you can't. <laughs> what are you talking about? I was like the same rock that went against. Yes. I think in oh. our internal chat, I was like, um, I agreed with Candace. Like the same rock that went against Triple H. The same rock that went against all these greats. Like. What are you, no but also, 
but also I brought it back. I brought myself back a little bit. And I was like, if the spots were switched, say it was The Rock now and it was Seth back in the Attitude Era, I think The Rock would be saying the same thing. <laughs> so I appreciate both of their um, both of their confidence. Um, but could he? I think he can. I think in his prime or now, The Rock can go up against Seth. That's me personally. Let's go. <laughs> Not my see. My dog agrees. <laughs> my dog. Now <laughs> um, that, that was crazy. I was like, but I was like, he got the rise that he was looking for. <laughs> absolutely, JD. absolutely. Rock most electrifying. Man, make me love the videos. <laughs> Listen, we rock with us. We know the Samoans run it, man. That's all we know. Acknowledge That's your tribal JD. chief and acknowledge me, the Rock Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> For the folks who are listening, JD says the rock, the most electrifying wallpaper in Christina's computer. <laughs> That's the first one. That's only the first one. Oh, yeah. Walk now, once, yes. Yeah. I'm, right. yeah. I mean, definitely said he deserved a few, but I wasn't here to give it to him. So. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, man. I, I guess let me, let me answer the question because I feel like everybody's dodging the actual question and the truth of the matter is Seth said nothing wrong he told zero lies and I think Jacob shout out to Jacob he hit it on it in the chat that they have very different styles mm -hmm. but there are absolute so there's absolutely nothing that Seth does in the ring that the rock can really match in his prime they're completely two different types of superstars Seth can work every style high flyer Graps, um, power style. He can work all three of those different styles. And in this run that he's been in WWE from his time in NXT to now, there's times where you can even not say in the past 10 years or so, he every year he has a legit argument to being the best professional wrestler in the world. Yeah. Every year. You talk about Seth, you talk about Kenny Omega and other guys. It that's the the hierarchy right there. So I think. If you want to go pragmatic and say, like, yeah, he's trying to egg him on. We saw the stuff with CM Punk where it's like, oh, was he really mad or was he working? Obviously, he's working all the time. He's a mm -hmm. very intelligent individual. But when you talk about the styles, there are things in the ring that Seth can do that Dwayne has never been able to do in his entire career. That's a valid point, being that, you know, we even saw that Dwayne can't even do a proper drop kick, you know? <laughs> now, now is Dwayne the best talker of all time? Sure, he has it over Seth, a hundred percent. Is he a bigger star than Seth ever was? Headline main uh, main event at WrestleMania, things like that. Sure, but as a, when we talk about just actual performance, Seth's a far better performer than The Rock ever was. These comments, but that's not the only thing mm. that goes into being a good wrestler. Though. Well, so so let me go here, right? Because what I have found with those who, uh who were totally encapsulated by the attitude era is there is this unrealistic nostalgia that happens oh. and because of the nostalgia that happens. <laughs> we can't realistically where the place at. that we can't <laughs> place that against where things are currently. And I'll tell you the proof of this. Uh, I loved the attitude era. I thought it was a lot of fun. And so every now and again, I will go back and I will watch these episodes of Monday Night Raw and the like. 
And what I will realize was I did not watch them for the matches. I watched them mm-hmm. for the comp for, for the promos. I watched them for the stories that were being told. Think about it. Stone Cold Steve Austin, what he did, he stomped and he kicked. He hit an occasional <laughs> Fez press and a stunner. That's all he did, right? The rock. I mean, he talked you into the seats. You loved it. And then his moveset was basic. What's the most complicated? Think about it. It's the reason why the reason why Rock and Hogan worked is because you had two guys. Ooh, here comes trouble with similar skill sets. <laughs> okay. You couldn't have put Rock in the ring with Bret Hart. What? No. No. What? That that no, no. He absolutely not. He would have or like a Randy Mysterio or somebody like that. Like you like, couldn't have put him in there with a Randy Savage. Or Shawn like, Michaels. Or Shawn Michaels. There's a reason why certain and so a Triple H, note when Rock got a hold of Triple H. It was still early in Triple H. He wasn't fully the cerebral assassin then. But even Triple H was able to change his style alter do all kinds of things the rock was never a great wrestler the rock was an amazing talker and what he did to make up for what he didn't have in the ring was he was so charismatic he had so much personality he's literally one of one in the world nobody else can nobody can match him on the mic it's not even that's not even a discussion Right. But if we're talking about what happens when the bell rings, oh, we're talking a different conversation. I would dare say, I would dare say that John Cena was a better wrestler than The Rock. Oh, and and disclaimer, I'm just going to show my Dwayne Johnson uh, Funko Pop. He's Beyonce, but he can't. He's not like that, though. Right. You're going to hurt my feelings a little bit, but I understand. Because I understand where you're coming I'm not feeling it. Christina's <laughs> feeling inside. I can, I see Christina's body language. Like I checked out. I'm on the over here. I'm like, <laughs> ah! <laughs> not my rock. <laughs> not my rock. <laughs> not, my not my rock. Checking my emails. I checked out. Sorry. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I get what you're saying. No, it does have a strong nostalgic. It does have a strong nostalgic pull. Yeah, oh, sure. is that Booney? Yeah, let me let me get let me let me let me get the Booney music first. Like you can't have. Booney oh wait wait wait, we got we got a Booney sighting. Oh, we got snap. a Booney sighting. I don't know the, <laughs> oh, right, oh, it's the right music, but we'll see. We'll see which one oh, is, is saved. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> What's up, guy? Can y'all What's hear me? Up? Okay? In the yeah, man. How you Welcome doing? Back. Do I sound all right? My mic. I don't know when my mic is. The mic sounds nice. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yes, sir. It's a full house. Yeah. Good it. to see y'all. Missed y'all. Hi. We missed you, buddy. Yes, sir. <laughs> and and I'm just meeting Christina. Honey, nice to meet y'all. How y'all Pleasure doing? to meet you, sir. <laughs> good, good, good. Did you pop yeah. up and talk about the rock or what? What you? Well, I mean, I've been <laughs> been hoping I could stop in today, and so yeah, I was just hearing the the discussion about about Seth and the Rock. I'm being be honest, I'm 
I'm agreeing with what you know Gerard is saying, Cedric is saying, because at the end of the day, I just feel like it wasn't like Seth was saying, okay, I would have been a bigger star, you know, in that era of the Rock's prime than he would have. If he would have said that, then okay, we'd be having a debate. Like, mm, not sure, but when he's talking about lacing the boots, I took that as in the ring performance. I took that as, you know, styles as far as, you know, holding up in performance in the ring. And when we're talking about that, <laughs> I agree with Gerard there where it's like that nostalgia of growing up in the Attitude Era. It's like going back and seeing some of those those shows. I realize I'm like, yeah, it wasn't so much about the matches, you know, then compared to now. It's like, when you watch matches now, there's so many moments where it's like, oh, ooh, ooh, you know, all that stuff. And back then, <laughs> I don't think it was as much. It was more so in the stories and and the mic skills and whatnot. So, you know, if if Seth would have been like, yeah, my mic skills would have been killing the rocks, then we all be like, nah, bro. Nah, that, that's yeah, not true. Christina, but, Christina not yeah. liking you. You're lying. <laughs> but that, that's what I, like, I just met you, but I know I don't like you. Not, not my rock. rock. Not <laughs> my rock. We, got, we gotta put that in there somewhere, man. We need to write after this weekend. Oh, oh man. So let's... an official, official producer is on it. You got it, Dylan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. The cool oh, thing man. that is, if they, if these two ever do step in the ring together, and let's say Seth is actually healthy. Seth can work with anybody. I think yeah. Seth can get one of those good types of matches out of The Rock. Even at 51 years old, I think he can make it safe and make it believable if they were in the ring together. If it ever does happen, I think that would be a good dance partner just for Seth to carry him through the match. That would be sweet. I and swear. maybe that's why he did it. I mean, I, 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 you know, reluctantly do agree with a lot of the points that you're making, Professor. But maybe that's why he did it. Um, you know, uh, for instance... Um, Christina and I had an incredible interview with the Beast from WoW, and I, you know, I, I said some stuff that, that that I think is going to stir the pot and it's going to create some matches. And we actually <laughs> have done that before in other interviews, meaning that this might have been something that wasn't thought about a year ago or six months ago, even by The Rock, because all they're seeing is bloodline, right? But now this wrinkle with with Seth and what he says that might create because like. Let's be honest. I don't think six years ago, seven years ago, where Seth is now, I think a lot of, well, I personally thought, and he's big where he is, but I thought he would have been bigger. But it really, I mean, it's Roman's world, right? He even did an interview about that, I think like a year ago. And so, you know, in create, it's almost like he said that to create more of a moment for him in this bloodline era. Because at one point, nobody was really talking about anything but the bloodline. They have a whole two-hour WWE thing on YouTube talking about the storyline of the bloodline. Mm -hmm. Who else has that right now? Or who else has had that in the last five years? <clears throat> Where they can do a whole two-hour thing of just bits from mm -hmm. WWE over the last two years. That's two hours long. That now if we put it together, it's probably going to be another hour. So that's three. By the time they're done this, it's, it's going to be a whole telenovela 
that we can watch on YouTube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seasons long. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, may, maybe, um, you know, I, again, I reluctantly do agree with the professor on what, what he said, but maybe this is also Seth's way of creating a space for himself in the enormity of what the bloodline, and now you add the rock in like what's been kind of created. Yeah. I, de- I definitely could see that. I don't think it's, I don't think he said that like out of any kind of disrespect. I think he, he, he was setting up something and that would be exciting, honestly. I'm the tribal chief around here. Yeah, you see me, the tribal chief. That's right. so i so i guess um i guess the question is and i know a couple of people have been asking in the chat uh, no no risa tisa here uh we were gonna for those who don't know that story and there's there's this little white girl on tiktok who abbreviated all into one tiktok shout to that girl because i wasn't gonna watch all that that story crazy and you have no idea what i'm talking about Young it's even life. crazier because she lives around here, but that's another story for another Isn't day. Isn't that crazy? I mean, um, well, I what's know. what's crazier is how many people can actually relate to said story, but that's another story. Um, mm-hmm. The big question is, okay, so what are we predicting for the Elimination Chamber? It is not a card with 17 million matches. It is not. Yeah. Uh, in fact, it has two chamber matches, two title matches, uh, and actually a third title match that is on the pre-show, that being the women's tag team title match, uh, which has <sighs> just been added. Yes, so your pre-show, for those who thought 5 a.m. was a little too early, your pre-show yep. will begin at 4 a.m. on the East Coast, 1 a.m. Pacific with that women's tag team Man. title match. But uh, I guess we could start. I don't know if we want it. Well, it's women's wrestling talk, so I guess we should talk talk about the women's tag team title match, uh, which will see Indy Hartwell and Candice, Candice LeRae take on the Kabuki Warriors. Who are you guys picking in that one? Uh, Kabuki. Kabuki Warriors, hands down. Kabuki. That there is yeah. no doubt. Like I would be really shocked if they were to lose their titles already like that and to nah <laughs> as placeholders right like you don't i don't see kabuki warriors as placeholders right they could hold it for a little longer and then maybe wrestlemania or something but not at a cha- at chamber depends mm-hmm. hmm. uh did we want to address that comment or no oh yeah sure <laughs> Boza says, could Seth be desperate because not only is he hurt, but his original Mania opponent, CM Punk, is hurt. They're having to create something for Seth out of their tukus. Um Well, I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if Seth is desperate. I mean, Seth is hurt, for one. And I think there are multiple things potentially happening for Seth. Uh, obviously, whoever wins this Elimination Chamber match will prove to be his opponent. So there's that. Um, and then there is whatever is swirling with The Rock, Cody, and Roman. So I think Seth is going to have a very busy WrestleMania weekend. 
uh, what that will all entail, we'll we'll soon find out. But uh, we were talking about the <clears throat> women's tag titles. Did you have something you want to weigh in on that, Ted? I um I actually got Candice and Indy. If you guys ah. recall, uh, the last time they were in Australia, they gave the Aussies their moment. That's where the Iconics won the women's tag team titles. I think this is the perfect time to give Indy her moment. Remember, I was vocal about her not being in the chamber. But I think if any mm -hmm. title is going to change hands, it's going to be this one because it goes along with the storyline of kind of tearing damage control down and then ba Bailey actually taking the last title away from EO. But I think um, I think the last time Indy had a big moment was stand and deliver where she won the title and then got hurt shortly after that. Mm -hmm. But this is in her homeland. So they put her on the card for a reason. Mm. I, I think even if it's a transitional title um, reign, Candice and Candice is long overdue for a moment. But I think they give the Aussie her moment in front of her countryland. And there has been an iconic sighting in Australia too. I mean, I, I mean, I think they were a great tag team. Um, I miss and, them. Uh, yeah. 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 The hopeful bookings or hopeful, um, you know, tie-ins. But I would love to have them back. They both have babies that are doing their thing. But you know, a little little run tag team wise would be great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, all right. So then, since we're on title matches, let's go to the other tag title match that's happening. As um, I, I'm trying to remember exactly what they call this amazing tag team. I'm just going to call them uh, Pete Dunn. New Catch Tyler Republic. Pete. The yeah, new, new catch catch because Republic. you've got the New Catch Republic, the Quarter Catch Crew. It's a lot of catching going on. Um, <laughs> but they're they're taking on the tag team of Judgment Day, which is uh, Finn Balor, Damian Priest. Who are you guys picking on that one? Mm. Yeah, Judgment Day. Judgment Day. JD. Um, I got JD on that one. Before everybody else answers, shout out to our folks on IG. Uh, dudes at the Ringside Podcast uh, asked, do you, do you all think that we will see a cash-in tonight or in that night, or do you think mm -hmm. he's going to wait till Mania? Cash-in at Mania. Originally, I thought Perth, but I think it's happening at Mania now with all the the changes and injuries. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 All right, so we're we're seemingly united on Judgment Day. Yeah. Uh, Judgment Day. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's go to the chamber matches. We'll start with the women's change chamber match. Uh. The women's chamber match should be very, very interesting. You've got in there uh, uh, six great women. You've got Becky Lynch. You've got um, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Naomi, Tiffany Stratton, and Raquel Rodriguez. <sighs> it's a, this this is, is a strong one. so hard because at least four of these women have all valid reasons to face Rhea Ripley. Mm -hmm. Four of these women, there's like, uh, I mean, Naomi, I know she just got came back. Doesn't mean she can't take it, you know, but uh, y'all go first. I, I, I need a minute. How do we know it's going to be facing Rhea <laughs> I'm just Rhea looking Ripley. at the picture. I'm looking at the picture and I'm just like, how, how, <clears throat> like, who's to say we won't get a Raquel and Rhea Ripley moment again? You know, who's to say we won't get a Liv and Rhea Ripley? Because, I, I mean, it is her revenge tour. You can't say we, I mean, Becky and mommy are being the hype of the talk of the week. And then Bianca is undefeated at WrestleMania. 
Well, it said things up a, a, a really good point. Who's to say it's going to be Rhea Ripley? So maybe we should do that and match then first that. to see well, who. We, and then I guess that. I was going to save that match since it is officially the main event, which yes. is uh, a big mm -hmm. deal. Uh, from what I've heard, it's the first Yo. female main event um, on a PLE since Bianca and Sasha at 37 which is wow. kind of incredible if you think about that. Wow. You know, we've had tons of women's main events, of course, for Raw, NXT, or SmackDown. But for a PLE, this will be the first women's main event in nearly three years. So let's go there. Obviously, she's the hometown favorite uh, or the, the country favorite. Rhea Ripley, Nia Jax, who walks out as the women's champion? Y'all go first. Um, Somebody say something. <laughs> I can't say yet. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Like I, I, I see. Um, build up is great for Naya, and um, it's kind of almost when it's kind of like when Oscar went from NXT to the to um, the main roster, like five hundred plus all this other stuff, and then Charlotte just comes and you know makes it look kind of easy. Um, it's it's and, and the Shayna is another one too. Like the dominance that Shayna has, and then like her run, uh, WWE is like, well, where's the Shayna from NXT? Um, so it's kind of like with Nia, I feel like it's the, unfortunately the same thing is going to happen with her. She has so much dominance. So you you've seen her crush Rhea, um, but I I just don't think her um, being champion right now is going to work for the overall story and the marketability. Um, I forgot what interview I was listening to. I think, it was, I think it was the one with O'Shea Jackson where he was talking about wrestling being a business first. Like, we're yes, we're fans, but the people who are making the decisions, you know, it's, it's business first. Um, so I think business-wise, it makes more sense for Rhea to retain. Um, I just can't, it, it's, it's just like, if there was a different time or if there was like a different belt, then like, yeah, Naya, but I'm not, I'm not seeing it. I'm not, I'm not seeing what her run will look like and where that story will go opposed to Rhea's dominance. And then what's going to happen to the judgment day and, you know, like Rhea's catch, like everybody, even little kids, which is kind of weird, but it's not. Cause think of all the songs we listened to when we were kids. And now you realize that they were just pure, like, <laughs> just outlandish stuff. Um, like, kids are saying mommy on top. Like, Naya doesn't have that, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, it just, it's just not, it's not there. Um, so I'm not, I'm not seeing it, um, which is unfortunate because then what happens to Naya? Um, you're screwing up your face, said. So what do you have to say? Well, <laughs> wasn't Naya front and center and the, uh... The face of the anti-bullying campaign when she won the title before, she was. Yeah, yeah she was. so there, there, there's a yeah. way to market Naya to people, and let alone um, her staying power now, which is being dominant. Yeah, but is her was there's, was that as big as Rhea though? <clears throat> there's not a lot of things big as Rhea, but here's how you pivot, at least in my mind. Like some of these secondary stories you want to tell with Rhea outside the title exist, like Becky just proving herself against Rhea, Liv's revenge tour. The, the rivalry between her and Raquel. You can still do this. Rhea versus Bianca doesn't necessarily need a title to tell that story at WrestleMania either. So 
if you want to make a moment happen in front of her hometown, which there's no reason for me to believe that the WWE books the hometown winners all the time. Look yeah. at Sasha Banks traditionally. Mm -hmm. So I think if anything, you allow Nia to continue to be dominant because this is a very exceptional run and it adds an extra layer of heat to her. She'll get booed out of the arena over there in Perth. But yeah, we still got to come back to the States. We still got to tell stories. This will add extra heat to her. So for that reason alone, I'm picking Nia to kind of shock everybody in a different country at a layer of heat. Because some of these other stories you can tell with Rhea without the title, especially her WrestleMania stories. Because if she goes into WrestleMania as the champion, I mean, how long are we going to let this uh, title reign ride out? Well, I'll say this also relative to this. The one thing that nobody's been talking about is that Becky still does not have a win over Nia Jax. Uh, Nia Jax had that match with Becky a few weeks ago on Raw, and Nia beat her, pinned her, dominated her. And so there is a lick back still to happen for Becky Lynch. So could that be... Potentially WrestleMania. Becky versus Nia for the championship. It's to me, it should be in sync, it's man. A, I it's a story. <laughs> it's a story yeah. that runs deeper. And and now you sit at a space where you go, well, uh, now, now mommy can get mad because, hey, this was supposed to be my match. But it's not anymore. Like, I, here's the thing. I think this version of WWE has been... Yeah, they've been putting things in front of us, but they're not going to give us the obvious things. Everything yeah. right now coming into Elimination Chamber seems too obvious. There's going, and we still have another six weeks at least until WrestleMania. There's a lot to be done between now and then, and I don't think that it is going to be, everybody's been so focused on Rock and Roman and Seth, and we forgot about all this other stuff. There's a lot of twists and turns, and I think this women's championship match, um, between the match and the chamber, we're going to get some unpredictable things. Uh, I'm, I'm squeezing the life out of them. Uh -oh. <laughs> Roman great. I am going to have to agree with the juiciness that is spewing from Professor and said. <laughs> Be <laughs> because <laughs> listen, listen. Jesus. Thinking about not <laughs> thinking about what he said about Becky versus Naya. I'm talking about. I'm talking about what came out. Okay, I'm assuming so. <laughs> like I was hoping. Y'all have to wait too hard. This is a kids show. <laughs> this is a family show, guys. This is a family, so, family show. Okay. <laughs> I'm talking about the wrestling juiciness, okay? I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth completely. Oh. Gutters, gutters, gutters. <laughs> Nia Jax crazy. would be perfect to win. Only because, as I'm thinking about it, we had our crowning moment with Mommy last year. And there's one thing that is commonly known in WWE that people tend to forget. A lot of those hometown heroes don't win in their hometown. Look at Sami Zayn, look at Zelina Vega, look at Drew McIntyre, look at the lot of them. They built this up so much around mommy 
that I think take the title off of her, make her hungry again, make her pissed AF and rummage through the whole division to get back to that title eventually. But because at least she won't, because at least she has something to gain from it because she's going to, she's going to get, eventually she's going to, that's going to turn into a face for her. She's going to turn into a face, obviously. But the heat on Nia Jax would be immense. It would be immense. And then not only that, you have the possibility of Raquel and Nia if Nia wins, or even Bianca and Nia if you want to change the stories up. Or But Becky and Nia seems to make the most sense because of that one match that they had. And now you not only have, you, you also, you have another, she's not, and also I, if people watched the press conference yesterday, Nia Jax is from Australia. She was born in Australia. Mm-hmm. She did mention that when she came mm-hmm. out and I didn't even know that that was news to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, so who's to say that even though it's all based on mommy, that it can go to Nia Jax and let her go into Philly with all that heat, let Becky win and have, have that match for the title. The one, you know, the punch heard around the world. It, it's what made Becky the man in the first place. So I'm just saying, oh my lord, these comments. Oh boy. For our listeners, JD saying, Booty, you got any juiciness honey can squeeze out? What's your time? Oh my God. Okay. Well, anyway, my pick is Nia Jax. Anyway, long story short, <laughs> just for fun. I, I, won't, I never thought I'd be picking her over mommy because I love mommy. But I won't say I have juiciness. I just have a like, <laughs> like, not for real. Like, I seriously was thinking, like, this whole time, like, oh yeah, Rhea got that. It's going to, but. After just listening to what everybody's saying and bringing up the hometown aspect, now I'm like, mm, yeah, they don't they don't want to just go predictable the whole way through. So I, I I see I see more of like the possibilities of Rhea dropping the title, <laughs> Naya taking it. Um, I think Naya's really Man, just like since Nia's been back, there's just been this rise for her and just solidifying the respect that she deserves um, as, as a superstar. And um, this could be this could really generate some great heat, you know, positive heat in the, you know, what I'm trying to say. Um, so, uh, man. I I can be honestly and honest and say I don't know which way it's gonna go, and that's a good thing. But and that is a very good thing. Yeah, that's that's a very good thing. So, um, I'm interested either way it goes. But the way y'all been discussing it, you know what y'all are saying, it's got me like, man, actually, yeah, it's got me rooting for Naya in 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 this where it's like. I, I think especially if Becky were to win the Elimination Chamber and what they've had built all this time, that could be, I think that could be killer. And then Rhea on a on a way back, who knows, maybe for SummerSlam, there could be some kind of triple threat, you know, mm-hmm. br- brought up 
um, then too. Not sure, but um, yeah. And if Nia wins, they'll technically be the third Samoan dynasty match, technically. Mm. Well, yeah, I'm going to say that uh, I'm not sure, but I'm rooting for Nia with this one because, uh, yeah, I think that'll be a great look for her and uh, a great twist from what everybody is expecting. And so, and I, and I think just with the way they've been doing things lately with the programming, the stories and just surprises, I, I think it's, I think it's been good with whichever way they go with it. It's going to be dope. I'm pretty sure. So the main event is going to piss people off. Y- yeah. Either, in the right way. That's the point. That's the point. The social engagement, the people talking about it. You want people to yeah. leave with some type of feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Nia has been coming with it, man. She's been talking her yeah. shit so and backing back. it up. So she came so, back. How yeah. would you guys feel if Liv Morgan costs Rhea the title on this mm. revenge tour? Ooh. That'd be a twist. Because who's to say she got to get the belt to get revenge? Right. Right. Good point. Right. Like, okay. I like. I, I, I like these theories and possibilities, ah. man. Okay. I love so, it. So, so then <laughs> let's. So now that we're kind of, it seems like we're feeling like Naya could leave as the champion. Who then leaves the women's elimination chamber match? As the winner, I think I think I'm just gonna pick Becky just for everything we just said. But I really want to believe it can be Tiffany Stratton, just based Whoa. off the reaction that they she yeah. got on the at the press conference yesterday. I feel like they make pivots when they get a reaction out of people. But I will say that the the final two will be Becky and Tiffany, and and Becky will get mm. the edge. Hmm. I, I I agree with Becky with you said, but I will I disagree with the last two choice. If it's gonna be Becky, if I'm picking Becky to win and I want it to make sense for myself, I'm picking Becky and Bianca. Mm. Becky mm. and Bianca. They they, mm. they they had a really strong interaction yesterday between the two of them at the press conference, and the way it ended was a very very nasty nasty face off. And I mm. and, and I know those girls are gonna give each other a run for their money like brawl for brawl for brawl it's going to be na- that whole ma- this match is going to be disgusting but becky's my pick uh before everybody else gives their answers uh another thing that is going to be oh so juicy to check out is some of our merch hey yo you yeah you that's watching this you sitting on the couch staring at the screen not knowing what you want to do like this is an online college are you tired of wearing shirts that make you look like an extra stuck in catering do you want to step your wrestling swag game up to the next level? Then Women's Wrestling Talk has got you covered. Like, literally. Are you for life in pink or black and white? Or maybe you're the EST and people need to respect you accordingly. Want to put some pride in your stride and show off the muscle in your hustle? Then make sure you check out the WWT store. Not now, but right now. I. What you waiting for? Head to www.talkpodstore.com and don't make me fight you. Shit. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I know you didn't give us time to put on our tins. 
Um, yeah, that's a hard, it's still, it's still hard no matter what I am. I can't now I'm kind of agreeing with, with Booney as far as leaning to the possibility. Cause I would hate, I think that's what I was afraid of. I would hate to see the buildup of Naya for her to lose. And then it's like, then what? So it kind of makes sense for her to win. And if that, in that, in that case, out of everybody, and you know I roll hard for uh, Bianca, but the the Becky Naya, because I love a good storyline that kind of reaches back into the past, mm-hmm. and you know, so I, I kind of would feel like, especially you know, you have it, it Becky's book is coming out, and she makes mm-hmm. mention of Naya in the book, mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. another tie. There's so many different things that that can be added like to that storyline. Um, so in in that case, I would want to see. Um, Becky win it to continue be- that story. And also, really quick, just a little quick note: if you want to think about it, since it's WrestleMania 40, and you're trying to recreate pastimes a little bit, or you know, create new pastimes for the future, uh, Becky and Nia is a great look for WrestleMania. Because think about Hogan and Andre. You know, mm-hmm. she's an irresistible force, and what's she going to do with that? So that that would be that. I would compare mm-hmm. that to that. In some aspect, for sure. Yeah, That's a great thought. I, yeah. I think that there are. I'm um, sorry, Christina. Did you say anything? Oh, I was. I was about to. I was thinking I might be alone in this, and that's fine. <laughs> I was thinking mm-hmm. Naomi. What about Naomi? Mm. And then we go, and then we kind of the storyline is kind of gonna be like Naomi versus Naya at WrestleMania, kind of like bloodline ish. Ooh, I don't I know. Like- that. And then it's I like, like what side does the bloodline go on? I don't know. That's what I was thinking right now. Like, like the bloodline run the whole war? WrestleMania. Though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bloodline civil war everywhere. The Samoans running the whole yes. card. That's I mean, that's pretty sick. I, I like that. I would like it. I, I like that idea. Yeah, yeah, that could be interesting. I got another bold prediction. I think. Um, God, my voice. I'm going to predict that <laughs> Tiffany gets Bianca out first. Well, well, I don't know about first, but what I was going to say was that Tiffany would cost Bianca this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that is at the very end where she finds a way back in or something, but she costs this. And I think we're going to see Bianca and Tiffany at Mania. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, we might I'll- even see Tiffany break <clears throat> Bianca's streak. Mm. Oh, oh my lord! That's what I'm saying. I Ooh. think Tiffany gets Bianca out mm-hmm. clean, though. No, no, and that's bold. Triggers that, the ego. That's a bold one. That yeah. You a big motherfucker. I love it. <laughs> and then you got Liv and Raquel that could take each other out. They were former tag team champions, and they, you know, get into a little cat fight. <laughs> People forgetting that Liv eliminated Jade from the Royal Rumble. So, like, we gotta give Liv credit to like. Yeah, I'll do some stuff in this chamber. Well, and that's that's where also if this live Naya thing comes together with live costing, you know, uh, uh, Rhea the championship, we wouldn't realize it until the end of the show, since that's ending the show. Mm-hmm. So it it could be it could be really crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be really crazy. Yeah, yeah. I feel like. That- What Eric is saying, Naomi versus Naya, that would be so sick along with Jay versus Jimmy. That would That'd be, be cool. that's what I'm saying. That would be really, 
So right. I, I mean, Christina, I, I mean, not my rock. That that you, you <laughs> not my rock. It's my bloodline. I think you. I think you. I think you. You got something. Got, you got something. I'm the tribal chief around here. Yeah, you see me, the tribal chief. <laughs> you smell what you're cooking. We need the rock smell. <laughs> oh, oh. Wow. Wow. Well then. <clears throat> I like it. I would, Jesus Christ. I would say I think um like I'm really expecting Becky to win this. And if I was just rooting just personally on who winning it would be between Becky and Bianca, but the Two that I don't necessarily expect to win, but I have two that I hope to stand out the most as far as in the ring, in the match, and that would be Tiffany Stratton as, you know, just the newcomer and just her rise, what's going on with her, and and Naomi for just her return and just, you know, solidifying what she's been doing all along as well. So I'm just really hoping for them two to like really stand out the most Tiffany and Naomi, but I am expecting that Becky will, will win it. That's just my expectation, but either way, I think, I think the whole entire um, match is going to be amazing from, mm -hmm. from all of them. Mm -hmm. All of them are going to stand out. I just have my personal with Tiffany Stratton and Naomi, like, okay, I want them to really just like, you know, Still the oh, show yeah. moments, and so um, yeah, that's just my prediction and and what I'm hoping to see. But I'm I'm, I'm sure it's just going to be an amazing match overall. Period, because uh, it's it's stacked in there, so it's going to be dope. Um, you want to quickly run over the last two matches? Yeah. I well, I, I really, there's just one left, and that would be the uh, men's elimination chamber match. Um. And so we've got in there, that's a pretty stacked one as well. Uh, you've got Drew McIntyre. Uh, you also have Bobby Lashley. Uh, I'm missing everybody else in this match. I should know this. Kevin uh, Owens, Logan Paul. Kevin Owens, Randy Orton, Logan Paul. So let me run over that list again. It is Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley, L.A. Knight, Kevin Owens, Drew McIntyre, and Logan Paul. Hmm. Um, decisions. I feel like everything is pointed to the obvious with Drew, and like we said earlier, we kind of, we kind of, that they, they, we don't want them to steer towards the obvious all the time, right? If if I had to pick, which I am, <laughs> um. <clears throat> I'm picking Randy. I'm picking the Viper. I I, I think uh, Seth Rollins and uh, Randy Orton could give it a go in a really, really good, decent WrestleMania monumental match somehow. I don't know what kind of match it would be. Maybe, I don't know if it would be a stipulated match or um, anything like that. But if I had to pick any of these guys, I want to pick it. For, I want to pick Randy because Randy's... <laughs> He's the he's the legend killer. He's the legend, and um, he's he looks and performs better than like like he looks just as good as he did ten years ago. And I don't see why he still couldn't have another run at a different title this time. And uh, 
Seth has had a pretty good run. He's had what, like 200, 271 days as the world heavyweight champion. So, uh, yeah, any I, Drew's too obvious for me, and I would say Drew, but I, if I had to pick out of the rest of them, I'm picking Randy. Mm. Ooh, like, I like what Matt's saying. I feel like LA Knight is kind of where hi, Nia Jack. Oh, I thought you were talking about LA Knight. I was like, don't you have a husband? And then I just stopped. Um, yeah, and then, then it clicked. <laughs> but that's what it says, look at me crazy. I just try to protect her marriage. Like, I just, like, just want to make sure that the marriage is still key. I didn't want to be no part of WWE. Still, still WWT will not be responsible for any relationship no, no mishaps. <laughs> Um, I just I just realized it was him. That was funny. So I agree with your husband because I feel like LA Knight, um, like he's he's kind of there. He's getting there, and it's like you get him close, and then he's not there yet. And I feel like he needs to have his he needs it's due time because there's a couple of points that if he doesn't cash in on his momentum, then he's gonna roll back down that hill. So like this might be LA Knight's like moment. Okay. <laughs> um well y'all y'all know i'm a la night <laughs> fan so uh that is definitely who, who i'm rooting for and um do i am i sure he's gonna win no i'm not sure but the odds of it i think it's very possible and i hope it is um i think drew mcintyre is like yeah that predictable one that it's just like based on how the story has been for a while it would just be It'd be predictable and just not in a good way to to me. Uh, so um, it's kind of one of those things that. <laughs> what, what? Sorry, the comments. Sorry, triple <laughs> nine. So, <laughs> but but yeah, I think. But the other other possibility, I'm, I'm wondering. I I don't expect this, but you know, what if like Bobby Lashley were to win it? And and since we're expecting that Damian Priest is going to cash in at WrestleMania anyway, what if he were to cash in and 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 cause Bobby Lashley not to get the title, and they got some beef, and then then we got some whole story arc start with the Pride and Judgment Day or something? I don't I don't know. I I doubt that would happen, but it's something potentially interesting. But I'm rooting hmm. for LA Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, I mean, <laughs> professor's uh, like, look, my marriage is intact. Oh, no. I'm good. <laughs> no, you know, for for me, I I am looking at. Uh, I think there's really only one option here, and it's Drew McIntyre. I mean, like, I know that we want to go away from what we consider to be obvious. They're not going to take the entire card away from what's obvious. And of all the things that are happening, I think he is, you know, when you start talking about momentum building and peaking at the right time, that's where he is right now. Um, and I think Drew versus Seth makes an awful lot of sense in terms of stories that can be told, in terms of a an opponent where they don't have to, fabricate a storyline like the story becomes obvious to us uh it makes a lot of sense and giving i mean like drew has been in his bag 
I mean, he has been in his bed. I mean, what he's been doing on the socials lately, I'm like, mm-hmm. I didn't know you had that in you, sir. I, I just didn't know. I mean, savage. So I, I think this is his time. I think it's his opportunity. And I do think, um, you know, the law of averages is about to be with him. Um, meaning, yeah, he's had several matches against Seth before, but the law of averages says, you know, I could lose five times, but if I get you on that six, that's all that counts. So I think, you know, timing is going to be everything and injured Seth against Drew, et cetera, et cetera. You know, it's, it's going to be a thing. We already saw Drew versus Seth. Yeah, we did, but uh, we didn't see that WrestleMania. And we didn't see this version of Drew against this version of Seth, who happens to be distracted by all this stuff with Cody. So I think this is going to be very, very interesting. And you are right, Jeffrey. And I feel like the fact if Usher signs on for this, given his Super Bowl run, this, I I mean, you have to give LA Knight something to do. Well, and 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 the, and the question will be, what is this something? Is it going to be the U.S. title? Usher. I mean, just yeah. forget everybody else. Oh my god! Go come out with roller skates. Go talk about yeah. yes, uh, yeah, <laughs> yes. Well, I can't take it. There's talk of this Paramore uh, thing for Bailey, which I think would be awesome as well. Fire. I I, I think we you know we haven't even obviously we haven't gotten this far yet, but entrances are one of the big things that make WrestleMania special. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, this is the first WrestleMania under the TKO umbrella. I think there are, I mean, we knew WWE had money, but they got money, money now. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think they're going to, they're going to do some really, really dope things in terms of these entrances. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, it's going to be special. Gonna be crazy. Right. Who else um, is picking? Who else? So we had so we had Randy pick. We got two LA night picks. We got a what do you I think I feel like okay, if we wanted to go with what people think, kind of like we're talking about the real one, I think Drew Mackey, but if we want to make everyone mad and like she said Drew Mackey. Drew Mackey. That's what she said. <laughs> she said what she said. I said what, what I she said. said. Um, but I don't know if we want to if we want to stir some stuff, stir some emotion. I don't know. I feel like they might throw something crazy and it might be like a Logan Paul or something. Oh, I was hoping she wouldn't say that. <laughs> I mean, there's theoretically a story there it's too. Gonna, but... If they want, I'm not saying I would like that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Do Maggie. I'm still stuck on Drew Mackey, though. I'm stuck on Not My Rock. Please. We've learned a lot about Christina on this show. (laughs) Please, Dylan. If you don't cut anything, please cut that. Yes. Because that. Wow. Um, Sebi, did you say something? No, I was just going to say, I think I'm taking Randy. Because if I have to book this, I got to look ahead with saying that I believe that Priest is cashing in at Mania regardless. So I don't feel like I, for Drew to get his moment, it makes sense. And he's on an incredible run right now, but I'm not looking at Drew as a transitional champion next time he gets the belt. Randy and Seth have wrestled at WrestleMania before, and I think mm-hmm. you can accomplish multiple things with Randy wrestling Seth again while hurt. I think you can tell the story of their past WrestleMania match 
And you need like Seth has elevated so many people on this run. We've seen so many characters get built, but he's beaten everybody. I think Randy's somebody just already built incredible as somebody that you can see is like, all right, this guy can take it from Seth. And if he does, you accomplish two things. You give Randy a, a little bit closer to the record, which I think they want to do since he's going to be around for a while, his words. And I think if you have Randy get cashed on that moment, it doesn't hurt Randy's character at all. No. By by losing that title in that moment either. You just accomplish him getting the title, getting to what, 14 or something like that. And then you yeah, usher in a new era with Damian Priest. I, I, that's how I would do it. So I'm picking Randy for that reason. And really, it's only because Punk got hurt. If Punk's not hurt, I feel like Punk wins this elimination chamber easily. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> but we got to settle for DM Hunk instead. <laughs> well, today has been the show. Well, we got anything else, so we we be good. It's a Friday. That's the final one. <laughs> oh my sure. god! That's right. Yeah, we got we yeah. got to watch so, long after this. There's too. a there's Jeez. a lot to do, and in less than fifth in about fifteen minutes, uh, honey, Grace will be back effect. on here. Uh, yeah, we got the Grayson <laughs> Waller effect that's happening, but uh, honey will be here with uh, her SmackDown watch along, so you guys can just stay right where you are. Uh, as we switch out the tiles and and uh, do all those things and let Honey kind of take over the boss lady. I turn this over. And then to we you. also have a a post show at what eight eight o'clock in the morning, sometime right after <laughs> five o'clock <laughs> Pacific time. Five, five yeah. o'clock, yeah, whatever time after Elimination Chamber, Honey and it'll, Christina it'll. and possibly said if he's back from Vice City will uh, be on to discuss. Um, uh, y'all see how Master TK be doing? I have my sleep mask on. Oh, th- I think that's the title, honey. Honey smacks that. Da- honey smack that. Da- hey, there we go. I think All that's right, the title. <laughs> you might, you might want to write that down. down because I know I'm going to forget. But yeah, I, I got think a that's note it right here. here. Credit MDB triple nine for that one once you get the graphics going. Yes, absolutely. Um. <laughs> all right. Uh. I th- I think that's uh. Change the apron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I like I think uh, cousin Ron, what's up? Uh, with that being said, <laughs> uh, Booney, where can I find you? Uh, you can find me at Booney Mayfield on Instagram as well as YouTube, and I got music and stuff on all the streaming platforms under Booney Mayfield. That's where you can find me. And Christina, where can everybody find you? You can find me on Instagram at CHRZate and on the Twitter at CH underscore Arzate. Twitter is mainly where I have my more wrestling things. Um, if you want more life things, if you care about that, that will be my Instagram. But if you don't, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Honey, where can everybody find you? Find me here Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and apparently all <laughs> night tonight because I ain't getting no sleep. I know. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go to sleep right but, now. <laughs> but no, uh, and after this, you can find me after this uh, for our Friday night watch along for SmackDown. After that, I will also be on YouTube with my friends in Sports Mark Analyst where we do a whole rabbit hole predictions of crazy, crazy, crazy things. And then uh, Elimination Chamber. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. TikTok, Wrestling with Honey, Facebook. Wrestling with Honey, YouTube Wrestling with Honey. I, I'm I'm all over the place. It's going to be a long night. Said he said, where can everybody find you? I don't necessarily want to be found. This isn't a game of hide and seek. Um, <laughs> if you show up to Women's Wrestling Talk, you'll see me here Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. 
Uh, my Twitter at is right there, as you can see, or you can find me on Instagram at said is the answer. Um, <laughs> this is a good Friday, guys. I, I've been I've been frolicking today, you know. Um, been frolicking. Um, I said I had some good news to share, so let me go ahead and share it. Uh, a couple of days ago, I let y'all know that I didn't have a laptop. Guess what? We got our stuff back. Yes. Yes. He's like, has a baby on the way at Vice City or something. I thought it was nah, a nah. little bit more. You know. uh, <laughs> I was at Vice City and now I'm married. Wow. No, come, come on. Nah, by the, by the grace of God, I got an anonymous phone call last night and my backpack was found and everything was in it wow. as it was last Thursday, a week to the date. So that's amazing. Yeah. Good. Got my laptop back. Good. So you Frolicking. can put the notes in that we will have an NXT after show here in the very near future. Wow. Yeah. That's great news. That is great news. That Yo, is great news. MVD triple nine. I mean, this he was on one again. <laughs> For the <Yo>. listeners, <laughs> we can find Seti said at the Sugar Mama mess. Cougar Convention. <laughs> I'm done. Frolicking at the frolicking. Frolicking. With his laptop. Frolicking. 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 Wow. I thought Seti was gonna say he put up. I thought so too. That said, he said, because when he put it in the chat, I'm like, what could be the good news? And I thought so he could bring on his sugar mama. Oh, Oh, my God. This is great news. This is, I'm happy (laughs) for you, sir. I'm very happy for you. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, professor. That, that doesn't happen. Uh, you, you guys can find me at Bonnerfied on all the socials. Uh, commentary work for IWE and Southern Honor on IWTV. Uh, commentary for All Caribbean Wrestling and The Nightmare Factory. Had a blank. Uh, on our YouTube page, some big things coming up for All Caribbean Wrestling, including uh, a big Mania Week show happening on april the 4th that should be a lot of fun um but after this i'm gonna get some sleep because in the morning i'm on my way to ashe wrestling uh in charlotte north carolina tomorrow night make sure if you cannot be there you check out the live stream ashewrestling.com there is the likelihood that you will see the professor somewhere on your screen um so you'll may you may want to pay attention and check out the live stream it should be an amazing show tomorrow night and uh ashewrestling.com yeah one thing we can guarantee for sure is when professor steps out he steps out in style so uh, we definitely want to see those screenshots and the you know the professor doing his thing and all that for this so make sure in the midst of watching all those promotions you go definitely go and check out ashe wrestling of course for the wrestling but to also see the professor teflon gian on them hoes. Support the fans. Support the fans. Wow. <laughs> what? What? Oh my lord. Oh my lord. I know. Lord. I know. I, I just put those words together. I don't know what it what it all means. But anyway, okay. definitely, no, definitely no, do that. No. <laughs> um no, but, check out what are you gonna say, honey? I was gonna say nobody noticed that I changed my nickname. I noticed it and I was about to say so early like <laughs> I was about to say <laughs> I did. I noticed that earlier. I was like, "Did she?" I'm saying that every day. I'm doing it every time now. But yeah, I I, I noticed wild. it, but I didn't want to interrupt. Somebody was talking, so I didn't want to interrupt. They they just passed my mind. But yeah, I noticed it. <laughs> Silly little side note. Go ahead, boss lady. <laughs> I think that one's for you. Uh, I know it is. Shout out um, to but her, yes. Speaking of Ashe, definitely check out our interview with uh, um, 
various as well. It's on um, on YouTube. Also, it's a really good with Peter Russ. Yeah, thank, thank you. It was really, you're a really dope individual. So definitely check out mm -hmm. that support. Um, you know, watch all things um, Ashe Wrestling. Definitely check out our interview with Peter Rush. I kind of stirred the pot a little bit. Um, you know, I'm excited. I think, um, you know, Christine and I's post show mm -hmm. is going to be creating some matches in the near future. So, you know, we'll run it back in the tape. But definitely check that out. We have so many interviews dropping next week as well. Check out Honey in like 10 minutes. I don't know um, how she sleeps. So, Matt, I don't know if you're giving her the Red Bulls. I don't know what's happening out there. But I appreciate you for lending your wife for, what, seven hours or eight hours? Or I don't know what's happening, but I appreciate you for that. Um, so definitely check out that. We have our post show coming up. On Sunday, we have our wow post show. And then mm -hmm. we're back into Monday. So, um, <laughs> y'all, crazy. Uh, you, can, you guys can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. I don't really post them like that. But you guys can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. Um, definitely check out everything Women's Wrestling Talk on all social media platforms, Pod. Uh, www.talkpod.com on our website. We have some uh, articles dropping. Shout out to Candace for that. Um, with that being said, thank you guys so much for checking in with Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Till next time, guys. Ciao. What's up, guys? This is Zoe Stark. You're listening to Women's Wrestling Talk.